All right, this is KZYX's Mind Body Health program. And again, my name is Casey Johnston. I am a pediatrician locally. I work at MCHC clinics in Upaya and Lakeport. And today we have on another amazing guest on the program. Um, his name is Kyle Nuss, and he's the sports coordinator for the city of Ukiah Department of Recreation. And so today we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We'll see how the conversation, <laughs> where it takes us, but, um, you know, uh, uh, definitely including like what, uh, what the city of Ukiah uh, does for the community of Mendocino County and Ukiah and all the different programs and leagues and camps and just all the amazing things that they they and Kyle uh, do. So, hi, Kyle. <laughs> hey, thanks for having us on. It's uh, my pleasure. Definitely love to chat sports. Um, and I'd you know, be remiss if I didn't you know, thank Mendocino Community Health Clinics. Um, they are always um, so generous when supporting our programs throughout the entire year, um, supporting our ice rink. Uh, we have a softball tournament in October, a, a strikeout cancer tournament that uh, MCHC is usually our marquee sponsor, so we're we're very lucky to have you guys in the community. Um, KZYX also has been definite, uh, definitely a uh, support for us in the past. Um, and then Casey, um, many of the listeners might not actually know, but Casey actually coached a couple of our youth basketball teams for us uh, this past season. So it's definitely awesome to have volunteers like her step up and uh, help out the kids in our community. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um... It was a lot of fun to coach and thank you for you made it like as easy as possible coordinating multiple my multiple kids schedules and all that and um yeah since we're talking about that it was so at the end the last game um i had these little kids like a five-year-old came up to me and she you know we were talking about like what we liked about the season and she said i just feel so strong now and that was that was great. Like just her coordination and her strength and confidence just grew so much. And um, I mean, I had other kids just say like, I just liked everything. Like they just kids here appreciate um, the sports programs from the studio of Ukiah so much. Yeah, and that, that's great. And you know, the the sports program and, and especially uh, specifically recreational sports. Um, it's you know we we're not trying to figure out who the, the very best athletes in the entire city of Ukiah are. Um, we're really just trying to provide that opportunity and um, that gateway for kids to be able to get out, uh, run around, play some sports. Um, in, a, in a recreational program, um, that, that's, that's what your, your aims, your goals, and, and your focuses are. Um, and, you know, it, it definitely takes a, a good coach to, you know, make kids wanted, wanting to be excited about continuing to play um, in on the sport. And, you know, there's also the adverse side of it that, you know, uh, a coach at that level can definitely uh, dampen a kid's spirit and, you know, make them feel like they don't want to play sports in general anymore. So if we can just get kids excited about, you know, playing sports at any level, that's that's definitely our uh, our, our aim and our goal. And, you know, and, and kind of setting up that, that lifetime of um, desire to, you know, put put an emphasis on their own life on physical fitness and physical well-being. Yeah, for sure. And I like the, um, yeah, how the city of Ukiah and your, uh, what you guys do, you set, you set the tone for, for that, which is really important. And I want to get back to the, um, this topic for sure. First, can, can uh, you kind of give us um, and listeners a general overview what 
what the recreation department does. Like, I mean, there's such a diversity of programs that you guys offer. Just, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think one of the things that that I like best about getting to work for the city of Ukiah is that really it is um, there's there's the community wants and the community desires, and we get to kind of figure out what those are and how we can best um, fill those needs and and you know serve those needs within the community to provide some programming that um, people are ultimately you know interested in being a part of. Um, so kind of our, our staple, our, our marquee programs that we offer um, are the Youth Basketball League, which we take registration for that beginning in September, and then that league will run um, in the uh, week following Thanksgiving break up until uh, early March. And then in this past year, we had um, roughly 900 kids from throughout the county participate in that program. We had um, a few teams that would practice out in Boonville. Um, we had 10 teams from the, uh, the Willits community come down and participate in our league. Um, and then the rest was from, uh, from our local Ukiah area. And then we are just in the, uh, the process um, where the uh, weather and mother nature will allow us of getting our girls youth softball program up off the ground. Um, and we are actually running um, the, the biggest uh, league in, in program history. So we have about 200 or yeah, 340 kids currently registered in that program to play uh, girls softball. We have 33 teams registered. So we're really excited about that um, and, and being able to provide that for the, uh, the girls in our community. Um, and then this summer on July 30th, we will be having our annual kids triathlon, um, which is for, for kids as young as uh, five and six years old, all the way up into through uh, middle school and they get the, uh, the chance to um, do some, some swimming. So they do, they do a short swim and then they do a bike ride and a run and that'll all be held up in Todd Grove Park on uh, Saturday, July 30th. So that should be a lot of fun this summer. Um, and then um, another program that, that we're in the works of getting off the ground, we've, we've done a little, a couple months of it this, uh, this school year and, and hoping to finish out strong this spring um, is, kind of in a partnership with some of the uh, student athletes up at Mendocino College. We've had them come in and, and work with the students in the after school program, um, providing some coaching uh, in basketball. And we're going to do a little bit of volleyball and some soccer and, and just kind of giving those kids the opportunity to be able to play soccer, um, volleyball and basketball, because for a lot of them, um, it's, you know, the the, the trouble with getting them to sports isn't necessarily the want and the desire, it's the access to it and being able to provide that in the after school program where, you know, kids are already provided the transportation to school and they're already in the after school program. So being able to provide that there um, so that once kids get to middle school and high school, um, when, when it comes to time to try out for those sports, they at least have had a little bit of exposure and they'll have a little bit more confidence in trying out for those programs. Um, and can, then I, we all, uh, can I pause on that? So that after school, I know I recently heard about that um, yeah. after school sports program, which is such a great idea. Like it's very exciting. Is it, do kids get involved with it through like the, the ACES um, or like the, the, the school district after school program or? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's in our partnership with the Ukiah Unified School District. Okay. Um, and so through the ACES program and the after school program. So students who are a part of that, that program are allowed to to come in and, and participate, um, and it's great for them to to get some some exposure to some different coaches and to um, some other local athletes. Um, because on you know the one side, it also it, it promotes the uh, the idea of playing the sport, but also being a student athlete um, and also the uh, 
being able to put some importance on the academic side of things um, and, you know, say that, you know, to be able to excel at this level, you know, you also have to be able to excel in the classroom, um, which I think is, is such a, a huge thing um, for kids to be able to see and be like, hey, you're, you're a pretty cool sports guy. Um, and, you know, you've also, you're in college and, you know, taking college classes and that's, that's still very much a part of your life. So I think that's good for kids to see. And right. I've had kids in clinic tell me about um, being in this program or going to a basketball camp locally. And in their eyes, like, I mean, these are heroes in their eyes. They're like, yeah, yeah. a professional basketball player, like yeah. with the, you know, work with the coach at the camp. Like it's, it, they are really great role models for these kids. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then we just have kind of like a, a different, like, you know, kind of smattering of, of camps and clinics that we have kind of come up throughout the year. Um, a lot of that will, de you know, depend on the different coaches availability. Um, I think the best way for, for parents and families to get access to that um, is to follow us on Facebook at the City of Ukiah Recreation. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Ukiah Rec. And then also just our website at thecityofukiah.com. Um, is another way for parents to be able to to see what programs and different things that we have coming up um, as we we update all of those with the different information because some of those camps and clinics um, they they definitely come up sporadically uh, throughout the year. Yeah, that's how I find out about a lot of them, like through um, yeah online because they're sometimes it's a um, they're planned way ahead and sometimes put together um, maybe a few weeks in advance and um, but they're they're. I mean, the, just the diversity that your office offers for kids recreation and adults, we can talk about that too, yeah. um, is, is wonderful because, you know, every family has a different situation. Um, some families, like parents are working every weekend, like they, you know, work in law enforcement or the hospital or, or in agriculture or different, you know, um, different jobs that, that they're, you know, it's hard to take a kid on the weekend or after, or, you know, in the evenings, or they live, you know, quite a few families live um, decently far away from town. And so having options that are right after school, um, on holidays, even you guys have camps like for one to three to five days during, during Thanksgiving break. And um, so it really, truly provides like so many different avenues and opportunities for kids. Definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think that's exactly it is just is being able to provide um, the opportunity, I think is, is so huge um, because for, you know, a lot of kids, this is going to be kind of the height and peak of their athletic experience growing up as a kid. Um, and and that's that's so great that we're able to provide that and and definitely something that I take very seriously because you know I think it, it is you know it is important and it is a big part of a kid's childhood is is getting the opportunity to to play sports and and you know when when you really think about it in our kindergarten and first grade and second and third grade division even for just boys we had a total of probably 300 kids participating in that age level once those kids are all in high school i mean there's 12 to 15 spots on the varsity basketball team realistically there's just not spots for all of them to to play on the high school varsity basketball team and then you know it, those those opportunities you know as they get older only continue to become more and more sparse to even be able to play at the collegiate level and um you know, we, we won't even call into question being able to play at the professional level and the uh, the number of opportunities that there are um, available to that. Um, so that's not to, you know, mitigate anything or say, you know, don't even try. Um, 
but it's it's just really hard to be able to to continue to play at the higher and higher levels but um at the recreational level it's definitely you know we want to be able to make it open and, and fun for all of our participants well and i think like kids who learn these different skills and sports early on um they'll have that skill and like you know when they're older they can just jump in they feel comfortable jumping in on a you know softball game or a soccer game that's happening at the park or um you know that's going to be the majority of the kids as they get older like the opportunity to just you know play with friends play with relatives jump in at a game at the park um you know very few are going to be at that professional level but to have um those skills and confidence to uh yeah partake in that type of exercise social activities um is is important it's not all like back to our you know when we were talking about uh competitive sports versus recreational sports. Um, uh, yeah, that recreation, like your programs are really emphasizing the recreational part of it, which is, of course there's competition, yeah. but um, um, yeah, I like the, the vibe that uh, your programs have regarding recreation. <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't have any problem with the more competitive style sports leagues and you know i understand that you know as a kid if you've played a bunch of recreational sports and you've gone to all the camps and um for you to be able to to play at a higher level you know you need to surround yourself with with more um competitive based teams and and being a part of those programs is is how you grow and and excel and i, I and i think that's great for kids if that's you know truly what your your passion is and what your calling is and that's that's how you want to spend your extra time absolutely that's what you should move forward on um and as far as like a recreational base program um i think there's also a lot of stigma with those programs that um we give out participation awards and you know we we award participation um and that it's softening kids and and i couldn't disagree with that sentiment more um i think the the right to be able to participate is pretty inherent once you paid the same registration fee as everyone else. Um, it's not like you would go into a store and pay the same amount of money for as someone else for a product, but um, be given a lesser product because of your background and experience. Um, I think everyone is afforded that right when when you sign up for the recreational league. Um, what what you end up getting out of the program um, is is a lot on on the participants. And um, I've coached a decent number of teams throughout my um, career uh at, at different recreational levels anywhere from you know high school all the way down to three and four year olds in different sports um and i think the the biggest key and, and the biggest thing that you know i give to the kids is you know i as a coach i will give you all the knowledge and wisdom that i have you know we'll, we'll try out different plays we'll try out different schemes um but to excel in in the sport of basketball that's that's going to be on you as the individual because you know sometimes with an hour of practice a week and an hour of a game um, you're not going to become an expert at basketball. That's that's not going to be able to be what happens in in that amount of time. Uh, because if it took an hour a week, we would all be rocket scientists and brain surgeons, and you know, be the the top of our field. Because that's just simply not enough time dedicated in a week to be able to improve at anything. Um, that it's going to take a lot of work on your own. Um, and you know, kids and teams that find the most success. Are the kids who will will put in that work outside and i believe that's that's what you reward is the kids who are clearly um putting in the effort during your practice and during those times um, but the kids who are willing to to work at it outside of that time i think that's that's what you reward um 
and, and being okay with, you know, we tried our best and, and we worked our hardest and we just weren't successful. And we, you know, we didn't end up scoring more than the other team. And that's okay too, because that's also part of life. And I think a huge life lesson for kids to be able to learn is, um, is being able to lose. Cause you and I haven't gotten into the positions where we are in life without having, um, any kind of trouble or, you know, going through our losses, but learning how to deal and cope with that, I think is a huge skill for kids to be able to, to learn in, um, you know, all right, we lost. So then what, like, what, what do we do next? Um, I was, I was in a, a seminar once where I heard the, uh, the speaker, he said, the only way to, to build resiliency is through loss. And you can't, you can't build it without that. That's the, the main, that's, that's the key factor. So once you've had that, um, and being able to build off that and, and be able to move forward, I think is, it's a big skill for kids to gain. For sure. Yeah. So um, to reintroduce our show, this is KZYX Mind Body Health. And my name is Casey Johnson. I'm a local pediatrician helping host the program. And we have Kyle Ness on. He's a sports coordinator with the city of Ukiah Department of Recreation. So we, we were getting into like lessons learned through sports and exercise and being on a team. And so we were talking about um, yeah resiliency for sure, like that is such a huge lesson that we all learn. I mean, through so many activities, but sports is like a safe, supportive environment to learn that important lesson. Yeah, and and I think too, just also kind of with that, I think um, the role as as parents in the program and having kids in the program is not to to put emphasis on on wins and losses. If that comes from the kids, it's going to be so much more meaningful. If you know they're excited about you know getting getting the win and you know putting their all into it because that's what they want that's going to be so much more meaningful at the end of it and you know a, as parents and, and supporters of the programs it's it's our role just to you know support them no matter what and um, you know be there for them be excited with them when when they have their successes and um, when they lose you know reassuring them that you know we're going to have to do some work to be able to be successful. And um, these are the things that, that, that we need to try and, you know, we'll, we'll get back out after it and um, continuing to support them through that. Not necessarily, uh, you know, digging our hands in too much and being uh, the one that, that kind of pushes them along. But I think that it, it goes a long way for them to um, know that they have people supporting them, um, which, you know, in my coaching too, that's, that's the other thing that I say, you know, it's, it's so much easier to do things in life if you know, you've got, people supporting you. Um, and, you know, if, if you feel that, then then you're going to be more successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, a great example are one of the teams I was coaching the last game. Uh, it, it, the game part was a little a little rough, you know, we had some people sick and uh, I don't even remember the score, but it didn't go as, you know, the players wanted the last game to go and they were bummed, but then like pizza came, our party happened. <laughs> Everyone was just celebrating being part of the team. And um, yeah, it just ended on a happy note. So just kids, yeah, supporting um, kids through losses. Um, yeah, and just coming together is such an important lesson. Yeah, and I, and I think kids definitely feed off the energy from the parents. Um, and they, so much of what they take away, you know, if, if the parent is okay with the, the outcome and, you know, they're still supporting you, then, then the kid will absolutely, you know, their, their feelings and belief will, will almost always just fall in line with what their, their parents' reactions to things are. That is, that is so true. Like something 
that I talk about in clinic a lot too, that I, <laughs> I don't always do the best at either, to be quite honest with my kids, but with so many things like parents being the example, that's how kids learn. Like they learn so much more from watching others, watching their um, parents, the people they look up to, how they react to things, how they're, um, you know, what they eat, how they exercise, how much screen time they're doing. Like um, it's so incredibly important parents' examples for their kids. You know, if, if the parents are looking at their phone the whole day, um, but they're telling their kid not to do it, that's an impossible situation. <laughs> right. And, and, and a lot of what, you know, when, when I reach out to coaches and I have conversations with the coaches during the season, um, I talk about that role modeling a lot and how important that is, um, especially during games. You know, if, you know, a coach feels like a call is being missed or, um, you know, they, they want to see something out of the referee role model for the kids, just how to be an adult in those, those situations and go have a conversation and say, hey, what are you seeing? You know what, you know here's what I'm seeing. Um, or, you know, these are the things that we're working on in practice. Can you kind of help us out there? Um, and I think for the kids to be able to see like, oh, okay. Like if you're having an issue, you, you just go have a conversation, you know, about it. And, and then, you know, also explaining, Hey, you know, the, the reps are human too. Like, you know, they're going to make errors the same way that, you know, you don't make every single shot that you take, like that they're going to miss things too. Um, and I think officiating just kind of as, as a whole, even, at, at the professional level, you know, I watched the Warriors game last night and watched the officials and was like, oh, this, this still isn't even great, even at a professional level. So, you know, also having realistic expectations as what as to what you're going to get. Um, but I think it also, you know, if kids watch enough sports on TV. They're going to see how, a, you know, professional athlete uh, reacts when when things don't go their way. So um, there's definitely some some modeling of that. And, you know, we don't have as much control over that. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, so, so what are kind of other things that kids take away from, yeah, playing sports? Um, I mean, I have some, I have a list of kind of some things, but what are in your eyes? Yeah. And I think also just being able to take that, um, the feedback and, um, and just being able to, to work with like different adults and, and getting that instruction from different adults, I think is, is definitely a real valuable lesson for kids to get, um, you know, throughout your entire playing career, you're going to have a number of different coaches and being able to, you know, receive feedback and um, being able to, you know, listen to a, a different adult, I think is definitely huge. Because, um, you know, once once you grow up and you're an adult, you're, you're going to have different bosses and um, different people to report to. So being able to, you know, work, work with different people in that way. Um, also, you, you know, you don't always have the opportunity to play exactly with all of the kids that you want and um, you know it might not always be all of your best friends from school um, so being able to work with new people and um, you know kids from different beliefs and backgrounds and things like that and just um, being able to meet other people throughout the community um, I think it's definitely a definitely a cool way to to be able to um, to do that yeah I like the um the taking feedback I didn't even think about that like in sports, but that is so important. Like when, instead of just shutting down, if someone's saying you're doing something incorrectly, you know, and just don't, not wanting to listen to that person, like taking the constructive feedback and applying it, um, that is, it's kind of a subtle skill sometimes, <laughs> but right. it is, um, yeah, so important. And I, I mean, honestly, I'm still definitely working on that skill. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a, a lifelong work in process. And, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's not always the easiest stuff to hear. Um, and then even too, just, you know, from your peers being able to, you know, work together with, with other kids and, um, you know, everyone has the, uh, the same common goal and, and common objective, I think is, is definitely huge. Um, and I think there's also, you know, different things that you learn in sports that kind of transcend all, all, all sports, you know, there's, um, definitely like different, like physical movements, you know, being able to, you know, move laterally and move quickly laterally is, is that's a, that's a skill. That's, that's great. in soccer, it's a great skill in basketball. It's a great skill in baseball, football. Um, you know, I'd be hard pressed to find a sport that that's not something that's, uh, that's important at different levels. And, um, you know, being able to space out, not clump together, like, you know, that's, you know, it's definitely huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even uh, my kindergarten team for basketball, um, our first practice, we, you know, did some drills and we were like running and we tried to skip and like, you know, hardly any of the girls could skip. And then by four practices in, they had that like coordination. And um, so just, yeah, the development of different movements and coordination and strength and muscles maybe that weren't so developed before. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the, one of the things I saw too, especially last year, not as much this year, um, was just coming out of the pandemic and, you know, hard to say we're all the way out of the woods, but, uh, you know, as things were starting to open up and kids were getting more opportunities, um, just being around teams, it was kind of like, you know, a, a second and third grade boys team, you know, was kind of more at like a kindergarten and first grade level team, because, you know, not a lot of those kids were even just like they didn't really even have recess anymore. You know, these kids weren't getting the same opportunities to get out and and run around and and play. Um, so I think you know now more so, so than ever, just from from that aspect, just you know giving those opportunities for kids to to run around and um, get those those physical movements down is is definitely huge. Um, so yeah, it kind of felt like everything you know for the kids who hadn't you know had the opportunities to get out and play. Um, we're definitely starting, you know, a few spaces back. Um, and we're starting to see things, you know, kind of pick up back around now that, you know, we're into uh, another full year of the program. Um, but I definitely think that those those types of things are huge. And also just the actual social emotional growth that happens from, you know, having the actual interactions with other kids, not just, you know, through the screens and, um, through the different Zoom classes, understanding that, you know, those were definitely, you know, that, that was the best option at the time for kids to be able to uh, learn and be safe. Um, but now, you know, there's there's definitely some lost time to uh, make up for. Mm -hmm. Another thing I see in, um, you know, learning a sport is just learning patience. Well, it kind of goes with determination, I guess, too, in this case, but like, you're not going to be the best you know, softball player, the first practice, or, you know, like building upon skills and being patient and um, patient with that, like is, is so important for kids to learn too. like their expectations, like setting realistic um, expectations, and then getting getting to there. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that's, that's another thing too, that, you know, especially after that first practice, if a kid's like, oh, you know, I didn't really like that, or, you know, that wasn't my favorite. Um, that's kind of where parents should definitely be stepping in and being like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's, let's keep trying this. And, um, you know, I think the, the other skill to be gained there is, you know, 
persevering through something that maybe they don't like or um you know initially you know have definitely some guard and some walls up about um but just that perseverance and and like you said patience too and, and i think a lot of patience also comes from like it, you're not going to get all the turns in in a practice that like you're going to have to like wait for someone else and then then it'll be your turn so i think that's that's another way where you know patience is definitely definitely key yeah so again this is kzyx as uh, my name is casey johnston we're doing mind body health the mind body health show here with kyle nuss who's the sports coordinator for the city of ukiah uh, Department of Recreation, and we've been talking about the different sports programs, um, lessons learned through sports and exercise, um, and and so forth. So, are there? Um, I forgot to ask earlier. Are there like scholarships or like um, you know, if a if a family is having financial challenges with affording um, camps, are there yeah scholarships available? Yeah, so we do, we do provide a, a scholarship for um, for our different leagues that, that we offer, um, and that you know it's it's just a short application that that families will have to fill out and um, be able to prove their their financial need. Um, and we also will have different fundraisers throughout the course of our uh, our season to be able to make to keep our programs affordable. Um, I think if you look at other programs in in the area, the Ukiah Valley Soccer. Um, little league, all those things. Um, we're we're kind of we we keep it at a price point where you know we we want people to be able to afford it. The last thing we would ever want a family um, to feel like is they couldn't participate because they weren't able to afford it. That's that's the very last thing that uh, that that we want. We want you know kids to be able to play. Um, so through that short application, um, we're we're able to provide a, a lot of support for for families in need, which is which is great. Um, and, you know, the definitely the first step for parents is just to, uh, to step out and, and ask and, and we are um, almost always be able to, to, to provide that, which is, which is definitely great. And my, my experience with uh, the city of Ukiah um, has been, like, it's pretty easy to communicate with you all. <laughs> yeah. So if a family had questions or concerns or whatnot, like um, they can call, email, um, or even just walk into your office, um, the City of Ukiah Rec Recreation Department office, um, and ask those questions. Yeah, and, and yeah, all of our contact information can be found on our website. Um, just go to the city of cityofukiah.com um, and go to the recreation page, and that's where you'll find out all of our information about upcoming leagues, uh, programs, uh, and that's both adult and, and youth programs. And uh, phone numbers, email addresses, any way to, to get in touch with us. So can you speak a little bit more about all the adult programs and leagues? Yeah, so we um, this weekend we actually um, are having our uh, adult basketball championships. So we have a winter adult basketball league. So um, that, that should be fun. And we have um, our, our adult pro sports programs draw, you know, we have adults coming up from Sonoma County, out from Lake County, um, you know, even as far north as Covalo and Laytonville coming down to play in our, our sports league and um, even here, you know, West Mendocino County. Um, so it, it is a pretty neat service to be able to provide that for the, uh, the adults in the community. Um, so we have that adult basketball league and then um, kicking off in April and May, we have a co-ed volleyball league um, that will run into June. And then um, at the end of uh, April, we'll have a spring uh, adult softball tournament. 
um, that last weekend in April. And then our summer adult softball league will, will get going from there. Uh, we're four nights a week down at the uh, city of Ukiah uh, softball complex. We'll have uh, different co-ed women's men's teams. Um, last summer, I think we had somewhere around 70 different teams playing down in the, uh, the complex on wow. different nights a week. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's, it's a really cool community down there. Um, you know, everyone who's, who's down there, you know, new to the program or, or, or old to the program, I think it's just a really great, um, great collection of adults that, you know, come together and, um, you know, that's, that's how they choose to spend their time recreationally and, and they have a lot of fun. So uh, it's definitely great to get to be a part of that. And then we have, like I said, our, our spring uh, adult kickoff tournament. And then we'll have um, in July, we have our Bud Light summer shootout, which we have 16 different teams that participate in that. Um, and those also, I mean, we have teams that, that come all the way from the Sacramento area to, to participate in that tournament. Um, a lot of Sonoma County teams. And so that's, that's a pretty fun tournament. I know a lot of guys look forward to that. And then in the fall, we have our strikeout cancer tournament, which is a uh, fundraiser for um, the uh, cancer resource center here in Ukiah, uh, okay. which is always, uh, always nice to have uh, MCHC's sponsorship in, in that tournament. Um, and I know a lot of people look forward to the, that tournament every year as well. Um, and then what we'll, we run a, a fall adult softball league as well, and then a summer adult basketball program too. So definitely, definitely some opportunities for the uh, the adults to be able to get out and, and play some sports too. Yeah, and, and you have even, I think I've seen, I, I have yet to participate in it, but um, like different, even like dance workshops and like, wasn't there a hula dancing class? Was that through the city of Ukiah? Like there's yeah, yeah, different yeah. Yeah, programs too. Yeah, there, yeah, and there's there's other um, fitness yoga, classes. Yoga, yeah, yoga. Yeah. Like there's a, a diverse, lots of different types of fitness and dance and. Yeah, and uh, there's you know Pilates and um, there's Tai Chi. There's there's all kinds of different things, and then even during the summer too, they have. Uh, and I'm not as connected with with those classes as I am the other sports leagues, um, but they I know they do uh, some aqua aerobics and and things like that out at the uh, the pool there in Todd Grove. And if someone wanted to teach a class like that, I think I, I'm pretty sure I've seen like advertisements saying if you want to teach, like contact us. And yeah, and, and that all information can all be found on, on our website yeah. as well. Um, and, and so you had mentioned so the adult leagues. And then I want to just highlight, too, that there are opportunities for for teens as for teenagers. Um, you know, I think you had a junior high or even high school basketball age group, maybe. I. I know for several different sports, but I just mentioned it because, um, you know, you had mentioned like varsity sports and all that. And sometimes in high, junior high, high school, like if you don't make it on the varsity team in, in some communities, I've seen like it, you're up your chance to, you know, play an organized sport really falls off if you don't make that, you know, 10 person team. So, um, but it seems like the rec, rec department does offer some chances for teens to play too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this, this past basketball season, um, we had the opportunity, our oldest kids were eighth grade. So it was a sixth, seventh and eighth grade program. Um, historically there was a high school league, um, that was pre pandemic. Um, and unfortunately I think kind of what we, we talked about earlier, how, you know, during the pandemic, not as much basketball was being played or sports just kind of in general were, were kind of falling by the wayside. Um, I think 
those programs are able to kind of keep steam when they're they're actually happening. Um, so I think, you know, after a couple of years of kind of falling out of it, um, the high school kids, we just didn't have enough registered participants to be able to, to hold that program. Um, but we did have a pretty robust middle school program um, and robust middle school league. So I'm, I'm hoping that that will kind of translate into uh, here in the near future, we'll be back to, to running a high school program, because I think that is um, a, a great thing to be able to offer. I also think there's even two, you know, in the past, there are kids who you know, are maybe more dedicated to playing baseball or water polo or other sports at the high school, they, and they still like basketball and still want to be able to play basketball. They just don't have the time to commit to, you know, playing on the school basketball team, um, because that's a lot more practices and um, time commitment throughout the year that, you know, they're able to commit the, you know, small time to practice and, and games on the weekend. Um, so I think that is a really, really great thing to be able to offer for, for kids um, that are a little bit older. and you know, just something else for them to, to be able to do. That's a, that's a positive outlet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, another way you, the city of Ukiah um, rec department provides opportunities for teens is through employment. Like, I think, I mean, it's a huge thing <laughs> in my eyes, like as a pediatrician and, um, you know, provides, well, something for teens to do. Um, uh, you know, having that first job is so meaningful, um, you know, get bringing in an income, saving up for, for you know, things teams want to do, um, the sense of leadership, um, sense of purpose, too, is so important for teenagers. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, and so, yeah, we, we I think just about all of our employees were either, for our, as far as our referees in the Youth Basketball League go this year, were either, um, currently playing on one of the high school teams or on uh, the Mendocino College team. Um, so, and for a lot of them too, they all grew up playing basketball and they all grew up in these rec leagues. And, you know, that that was their first experience playing basketball. And so I think they, they're all very excited to, you know, give back to those programs as well. Um, and being able to impart, you know, some knowledge and some wisdom. What I really encourage referees to do in, recreational programs is you know and enough of them have played in a number of basketball leagues and been a part of enough programs to know that you know sometimes it feels like you know there's two teams working against a referee uh, what i really want their approach to be is you know you're an on the court coach you have a whole different lens and perspective of the basketball game um that that a coach doesn't have like actually being on the court during the game and being able to you know talk with the kids and say hey you know I see that you're dribbling the ball this way or you're shooting this way, like, you know, kind of giving minor coaching tips. It's also going to make the kids also, you know, respect the officials and the game officials a whole lot more if there's someone who's personable and, and someone that they can relate to. Um, and then, yeah, just being able to provide those those opening job opportunities to, to kids um, where you do have to be pretty self-sufficient and you have to, you know, you're, you're keeping a pretty tight schedule because, you know, you let a game, you know, slip and you let timeouts run long and things like that, then all of a sudden, you know, you've got games starting 20 minutes late. Like you, you have to be definitely uh, responsible in your timekeeping and being able to make sure that, you know, all the games are running on time and, and definitely working with a lot of different people. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a good, good job for, you know, high school age kids, because it's also, you know, not going to take up too much of their study time during the week. It's, you know, all based on the weekend and, also kind of lines up with something that they're they're passionate about too being basketball. 
Yeah, yeah, and it seems it seems like most people are having a good good time <laughs> there with your friends working, um, and just I, it's you know it's a gives a sense of um, what am I trying to say? I mean, purpose and giving giving to the community too, like being part of a community. You know, there's so many families that show up to these games and like um, you know refing, doing scorekeeping, like you're you're allowing like all these kids to play um which is pretty cool or like all the um all your uh, employees at the city of ukiah who do the ice skating rink like i mean that's providing a huge awesome um event for a huge community you know the whole county to come to the skating rink and um it's a feel good job but there's a lot of challenges too <laughs> yeah definitely yeah especially when you're when you're managing that uh that number of people, you know, it's, it, it definitely, definitely can be tricky. Yeah. I know the skating rink, I think they, yeah, they had the, uh, there's some challenging challenges that came across, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when you're also, you know, out that publicly, you know, you want to make yeah. sure that yeah. you're, you're putting on a good face and, and, and putting out a, a good product for sure. Yeah. So again, this is KZYX's Mind Body Health. As uh, my name is Casey Johnston, local pediatri pediatrician, talking with Kyle Nuss, who's uh, from the Department of Recreation at the City of Ukiah. So we've been talking about a lot of um, like sports leagues, importance of sports for kids and adults and teens, um, and we were just most recently talking about uh, all the employment opportunities that the Rec Department has for young adults um, and teens as well. Um, are there, I have a couple other, uh, things to talk about. What are there, you know, in our last 15 minutes, like, um, topics that you wanted to bring up? Yeah. Well, and I think just kind of going along the lines of, you know, the different employees, you know, I also really encourage them to, to develop those relationships because, you know, for, for them playing on, you know, a varsity team or on the college team, you know, encouraging those kids to come out and watch them play. And I think that's also really, really huge for kids to be able to build those those role models locally um, and being able to see them play. Mm -hmm. um, you know, definitely for our girls youth softball program this year, wanna encourage our kids to, to go watch the Ukiah High varsity team play softball and, you know, go out to Mendocino College and watch the Mendocino College, you know, women's softball team play. Uh, Cause I think for, for girls specifically, um, developing those role models in sports is unfortunately, it's, it's just so much more difficult than it is developing those role models for, for you know, boys in sports. Um, you, you know, you, you walk across any elementary school campus here, you know, you'll see a number of Stephen Curry jerseys and LeBron James jerseys. Um, you know, you'll see, you know, Buster Posey jerseys out, you know, out and around um, and, you know, other, you know, San Francisco Giants gear, but, but you don't really see kids wearing like a Sue Bird jersey. I've never seen a kid wearing, you know, their favorite Kelsey Plum, you know, WNBA jersey. It, you know, those those role models aren't necessarily the same. And I think that that definitely makes um, wanting to stay engaged with sports and stay excited about sports um, definitely more difficult for, for girls um, because they don't have those same, um, it's, uh, there's, there's the saying, if you can see it, you can be it. Um, so, you know, if, if girls aren't necessarily seeing and, you know, they may, might like the sports, they might like watching the Golden State Warriors play, um, but they don't you're, you're not going to relate to it the same way uh, because, you know, boys running around on the court and, you know, I'm a girl. So definitely creating those 
those opportunities for girls to see other girls playing sports um, and to, you know, be their role models and be someone who gets them excited about um, playing sports, I think is definitely important. Um, you know, a, a, as a man running a, a sports program, you know, it's, it's hard to look at me and, you know, be the person who's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's my sports role model, um, you know, cause that's, that's that's not really where it is so i think definitely creating those um and just even looking at to the the landscape and the way that the, a girl's program is run um and you know there's there's been studies done and you know i've done some research through the women's sports foundation um and there was um some universe i think it's the university of alberta that that did a study on it that girls um especially at the recreational level are more inclined to, to participate in sports if they know that they're going to have a friend there. Um, so when it comes to forming teams and, and putting together programs, really taking that into account and taking that into consideration, um, that that is that that that's key to, to getting girls to, to wanting to play sports uh, is the the social aspect of it. That's also not true for you know 100% of girls out there. Um, but just knowing that that's that's important to them. Um, and I think really kind of taking a progressive approach in that way and just kind of figuring out like, you know, what, what, why is this important to you and why, you know, do you want to be a part of these programs? Um, and, you know, creating the access and, and creating the opportunity um, so that, you know, as girls continue to, to grow and age um, that, you know, if sports are something that's important to them, we've, we've helped build the foundation um, mm -hmm. through our recreational programs. Yeah, and you definitely take that into account when, for, you know, basketball signups, I know there's a section on the sign up, like you request to be on any, you know, of course you can't like request 10 people to be on your team, but um, you do uh, seem to, you know, take that into account and really try to get at least, you know, one or two friends on the same team. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hard, um, you know, from, yeah. from my end, you know, you know, I, I definitely uh, want to try and, and, you know, please as many people as I can and, you know, want to want to make it fun. Um, you know, also understanding that, you know, you can't always get everything exactly your yeah, way. Yeah, no, that would be impossible to do it all for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it's definitely a, a massive, you know, juggling act, you know, even with just, you know, 340 girls in a program, like that was definitely a, a massive juggling act just to be able to get them all onto teams and with coaches and, and with all that, it's, it's definitely a, a lot to line up. Um, and, you know, we, we have tons of great volunteers throughout our entire community that that are always you know it, people like you who you know coach two teams and make sure that you know every every team has a uh, a coach and um you know are willing to impart some knowledge and spend time with these kids every week is it's definitely so huge um and i think the other thing um I, i'm a transplant to the, the ukiah area you know i ran sports programs in santa rosa but just the way that local businesses also show out for these sports programs here is so huge. Um, and it seems like it's always the same companies that are, that are, you know, sponsoring these teams. And, um, and I think that's just great that, you know, every single team in our league always has um, a local business that's willing to, you know, step up and support that program. Um, and some businesses even going beyond just like, that, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, kick down the $300 sponsorship and we'll get our name on the jersey. Um, some of these businesses are like, hey, you know, we're also going to sponsor your pizza party at the end of the season. We're going to, you know, buy all these kids sweatshirts. And it's, I just think I'm, I'm just blown away by the way that uh, these local companies are, are willing to uh, to step up for the, the kids in the community. Yeah, that's I'm glad you brought that up because, um, yeah, I mean, these programs rely on these businesses and the sponsors range from anyone from, you know, clinics, um, hospital, uh, you know, 
big, huge stores to, to like small daycares will sponsor. I saw yeah. that on some jerseys, like some daycare companies or cleaning company, you know, like small family businesses are sponsoring these teams. And um, that's just pretty, pretty incredible, like from all over the county, too. And, and I, it's something that they take a lot of pride in, too, in supporting. So I think that it's it's just a really neat um, sports community to, to get to be a part of um, and, and to have some hand in it, I think, is really great. And then, yeah, the, the volunteer coaches, I mean, these these programs don't don't run without the volunteer power um, and the power of all these people who, you know, take time out of their 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 days every week. You know, it's it, you know, there's like I said, it's an hour of practice and an hour of games, but you know, also in between those times, making all the phone calls to parents and, um, you know, coming up with game and practice plans. It's, it's, uh, it's no easy feat, especially for, you know, a lot of professionals in the area who it's, you know, you know, I've worked a, you know, eight, nine, 10 hour day. And now I'm going to go hang out with a group of, uh, six and seven year olds and, and, you know, have them run around and like, it, it, you know, I think it's probably the last thing that some people want to do at the end of their day, but I think it's also something that, you know, people take a lot of pride in, in their community and getting to be a part of, which is cool. Yeah. And I think it's, um, yeah, for some or sometimes it can, it can seem like it overwhelming and, but it's, it's a few months. Um, I think, you know, it's, um, a lot of fun. Like you get, you get the rhythm and everything going. So, um, sometimes I think it can be, at least for me initially too, it was like a little intimidating, like, I don't even, you know, I play basketball, but how, how am I going to do this? But, um, you know, there's lots of support for coaches. Um, it's not, it's time, but it's not a whole, you know, it's not a whole lot of time. Um, and just the, uh, it's, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's definitely always been one of my favorite things to do is to, to get out and coach. Um, you know, we have it, just a totally crazy connection, but you know, it, and, and just watching these kids grow up, like the kids that you've coached too, like, I think there's also like a certain piece of pride that you get to take as a coach, like, you know, seeing like a kid grow up and like move on to, to really cool things, especially if it's like within the sport you've coached too. Um, and, you know, not necessarily taking ownership of like, Hey, I made that. I made like, obviously it was, it was the, the kids hard work that, that got them where they're at. Um, but even like in this current girls softball program, you know, I have a guy who's, who's coaching his, his daughter's team. Um, and he was a kid who years and years ago was a, a kid in a sports camp that I ran in Santa Rosa. So it, like, it's, it's cool to see like, Hey, you know, you're, you're still definitely interested in sports and, you know, you're making that a priority in your own family. Um, it also made me feel a little old, but, um, but definitely like a real cool thing to, to be able to see, you know, the kids grow and move on to different things. And, you know, even the kids that you've coached, like seeing them play on other teams and see, you know, them take an interest in something. It's definitely something that, uh, that I think a lot of coaches take a lot of pride in. Yeah, sometimes like randomly I'll hear from across the street or when I go pick up my kid from school or something like, Coach Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's a lot of fun. It's like, oh yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, def <laughs> definitely. De definitely our coaches are definitely celebrities <laughs> in the community. Yeah, when I picked up my my preschool kid too, like some of the older kids at that school, yeah, yeah, I felt like a celebrity one day. They're yeah. like, hi, you're here. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, well, awesome. Um, let's see. Are there, um, what else? We covered a lot of different things. Again, this is KZYX Mind Body Health. We're here with Kyle Nuss from the City of Ukiah Recreation Program. Um, 
yeah, I guess what do you have other things you wanted to 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 add about the programs or? No, I think just the just the things to plug is yeah, definitely look out for that kids triathlon and for the uh, the registration for that this summer. It's it's definitely a lot of fun and a lot of fun to see the kids just um, run around and, uh, and and participate in that sport. Um, and you know, because team sports also aren't for everyone. You know, I think a lot of kids they they thrive in a situation where they're um, able to work individually, and I think a triathlon is is great for those kids or um, kids even in other sports. Just you know building up those physical endurances. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely a lot of fun, definitely a fun community day there at Todd Grove Park. Um, once again, that'll be Saturday, July 30th. And then, yeah, just definitely follow us on Facebook at the City of Ukiah Recreation, on Instagram at Ukiah Rec, and um, definitely check us out on cityofukiah.com. Um, and, you know, definitely be looking out for for stuff we have in the future. And once you're in and registered for one of our programs, um, you'll, you'll get email blasts from us, you know, definitely uh given given you guys information about all the different programs that we have coming up awesome um one thing i did this is what i wanted to talk about too um and this is kind of a theme throughout all the mind body health programs is just this idea of community health um and hopefully in the next few weeks we'll have uh the blue zones i don't know if you i mean you guys work with the blue zones i think a lot in health fairs and that sort of thing um but just, yeah, the importance of recreational programs and all these opportunities, these diverse opportunities for kids, teens, adults, um, for community health. I mean, it's, um, you know, and then with that, like having trails, having open spaces for kids to play, like all these things are pieces of the puzzle to strengthen our community, to improve our physical, but also like emotional um, and social health. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of add add that in um, that the importance of recreational departments for that. Yeah, and and I think the, the the big piece there is is community, and I think that's what these these sports programs definitely offer is that sense of community and that that you belong to something much much bigger than than yourself. Um, and I think that's why it's it's so important to to be in, involved in these different programs, whether it's ours, it's Ukiah Valley Soccer League, you know. Ukiah Little League, all these other programs are, are totally great for for building the community and being a part of sports because um, there is that emphasis on on being healthy and and living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, and I think the last you know you mentioned the, the isolation um, and inactivity of the pandemic and um, you know th there was a loss of community to, uh, unity in some ways. Um, just being, you know, isolated physically and not being, you know, not having as many of these programs. And now, um, uh, now they're kind of back full force. So, I mean, I can just, there's, as a pediatrician in the clinic setting, I see a huge difference. Um, just kids, you know, they're, they, they're excited for the weekends now because there's a sports game. They, um, you know, they're not in their, in their room. There's other things to do. Um, you know, not on their like iPhone weekend or iPad. <laughs> yeah, I think I think people are definitely excited to to get back and and be a part of these these programs. So that I think is is definitely been the most encouraging and definitely what what drives the work is to be able to you know provide this sense of community for uh, for families throughout the county. Um, I know you know we are the city of Ukiah Recreation Department, but you know we have so many families that that participate from all the uh, outer reaches of Mendocino County. 
um, like I said, you know, we have teams that come in and play from Boonville and we have teams from Willits and um, kids from Covalo and Laytonville coming down. So it's, it's definitely, definitely something awesome to get to be a part of and definitely awesome to get to, to watch these kids um, get out and just be kids and, and have fun and, you know, scrape their knee and, um, you know, eat pizza and all the, the fun stuff that come with uh, playing sports. Yeah, and that's um, uh, great to highlight too. Yeah, it's not just Ukiah that the recreation department supports. It's it's a much bigger area. Um, but you try in at least the basketball league. There's definitely an effort to keep regions together. You know, so you're not having to travel for practices. You know, 45 minutes like the all the kids in one area have a team, or you know, Potter Valley or Willits or Anderson Valley, and then you can you know. So that's. Um, and I think that strengthens the program too, as a, you know, as opposed to having like a lot of little small programs, um, unifying things um, strengthens it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think um, we're in our last few minutes. Um, this is Casey Johnston. I'm a local pediatrician, and this is KZYX's Mind Body Health Program. And this has been a program with Kyle Nuss, who's the, um, uh, works for the city of Ukiah, the recreation department. Um, and we've been talking about sports uh, league programs for kids, teens, adults, uh, triathlons that the city of Ukiah puts on um, and a lot of other different recreational activities. So it's been a pleasure to be on here with Kyle and I don't know if the connection was just lost, but thank you, Kyle, for being on. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, there oh, we go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. You know, always happy to talk sports, always happy to talk about, you know, community improvement and, and you know, making this a, a fun place for, for people to get to live. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, when I, when I do different meetings and things like that with, with kids in the community, um, you know, I talk about the importance of everyone's role and job within the city of Ukiah. Uh, but in our recreation department, we get to make uh, make living in Ukiah fun. So I think that's why we all, uh, that's what gets us to work every day. Thank you. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.